Are you or someone you care about suffering from chronic pain? Well, help is right around the corner with Dr. Dan Nelson and conquering your pain right here. The lines are open at 1-800-465-8770, and the doctor is in. Conquering your pain provides general medical information. Since everyone's situation is unique, you should consult your own physician before taking any action related to your personal health. All content of this program is intended for general informational purposes only. Good morning, and welcome to Conquering Your Pain with Dr. Dan Nelson from Pro Ortho in Kirkland, Washington. For over 30 years, Dr. Nelson has helped thousands of patients dramatically reduce or even eliminate their chronic pain using interventional pain and regenerative medicine techniques, including stem cell therapy. Conquering Your Pain is live call-in radio. So get ready to call in with your questions because Dr. Nelson may very well be able to help you too. Now, here's your host of Conquering Your Pain, Dr. Dan Nelson, along with his co-host, Jerry Berg. And welcome to Conquering Your Pain. That's what we're here for is to help you if you have chronic pain, suffering from that, someone you love and care about, and it's terrible to watch them suffer. Uh, They, quite frankly, maybe have given up on doctors and somebody helping them, uh, you need to give us a call or have them tune in on uh, AM 770 KTTH and listen, and hopefully they'll call and uh, get a fresh look at what their problem is and the solutions that are available to them. And good morning to you, doctor. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? Um, Just wonderful and glad that you're here uh, because this is a hard medical show for me to do by myself. So. <laughs> I don't. I only can speak about well, personal experience. Yeah. Hey, uh, listen. Yeah. In the news again, uh, these exosomes, and people want to know what is that. Well, you know, it's it's something that we've talked about in the past. It's something that people run a timeshare type uh, seminar to sell you the product, and uh, it's not good. And the FDA has really come out and made some statements about it. Right. So the exosomes is the latest chapter in kind of like the fake stem cell story that, so there's all these companies out there. And I, I, Jerry, I probably get approached or a call from one of these companies once a week about, okay, hey, we got this thing called exosomes and they're great and you, it's as good or better than stem cells. And, and, you know, it's like, you know, we heard the song and dance before. So exosomes, what is that? Exosomes are little packets of information that are sent from, like, stem cells to neighboring cells saying it's kind of like an email uh, from the stem cells to the neighboring st- cells and say, hey, here are the plans. Here's what I want you to do as, you know, such and such. You're a such and such cell. You need to do this. So yeah. exosomes are packets of information. Um but really, it's so these companies are figuring out any way to take your, you know, to take these are donated. Okay, they're not coming from your body. Yeah. They're coming from so-called donated or harvested. They're coming from who knows who. Um, we talked in a previous episode about a patient in Southern Oregon who contracted AIDS from one of these umbilical derivative so-called stem cells. Yeah, and they're not even um, sure if it so was that's umbilical. Just, that's just a hard sell to me. Yeah. 
We don't. We don't know. We don't know that. And and I would. I will say it's somewhat unconfirmed, but I, you know, reliable source. But I. I. I don't. I don't have the details of that yet. But this came from one of my patients, and this is a relative who, right, uh, a low risk patient in, in his seventies who contracted AIDS. No, virtually no risk factors except that he had a stem, so-called stem cell treatment in Southern Oregon. So here we are. We got people out there trying to sell us a bill of goods. That is really, again, it's just, you know, taking these donated, harvested uh, products, uh, tissue products from, uh, and who knows where they're getting them. And, and of course, they're saying, oh, we're testing for all kinds of stuff and make sure there's no, you know, communicable diseases that can be. Well, that's really, yeah, that's okay, but, it you know, no tests are 100% certain, right? So yeah. are you going to bet your life on the fact that, um well, the test is 98.9% accurate. Well, what about that one, you know, 1.2%? I mean, every test has its limits as far as accuracy. You know, um, that's just the way, that's the nature of laboratory medicine. You know, so, uh, again, it's one of the, uh, you know, sorry, go ahead, Jerry. Well, I was going to say, I've run into several people that uh, they say, oh, no, oh, no, this is, this is different than that. This is the, Real deal, and uh, they, you know, I said, "How do you know?" Well, they they tell me all about it there at the seminar, you know, and and uh, basically, uh, when you find out the seminar is not put on by a medical doctor using your own stem cells, but some off-the-shelf product, and and in the FDA part of this right. article, it says that these are thermally sterilized products, uh, are supposed to be sterilized anyway, but to erect and and all of these stem cells. Uh, have been eradicated in the process of trying to kill bacteria and viruses. So there's it kills the, the human stem cells if there are or there are any are, are any there anyway. I mean they're dead, so they're not going to do you any good. So right, right. This is uh, but I've talked to people that swear by this, and then when I follow up one and say how did the treatment work, well it didn't work quite as well as I had expected. Well maybe that's the placebo event that you just experienced. You know, but, right, the but, placebo, or maybe they're maybe they'll go back to the provider and say, "Well, you know, you really need another treatment." You know, we yeah. need to spend another X amount of dollars. So it's, um, you know, it, again, this is a recurring theme, and you know, these uh, companies can't come out saying they're FDA approved, and it's really not FDA approved. Yeah, what they're kind of skirting the issue. They they're uh, and the Regenix at Denver goes, uh, Doctor Santana goes into le- at length about. The difference between truly, if they really, it's a totally ap- different application process. If they were doing a study, um, much more involved, much more red tape. To, so they're, so they're kind of skirting the issue, saying FDA approved. It's, it's, uh, it's really they're able to kind of say, well, we're, we're working under FDA approval, but it, it really isn't. If the products they're they're touting are not truly fda approved so yeah. they're kind of they're kind of obfuscating the kind of obfuscating the issue you said um, something so, really interesting anyway just to yeah i was going to say you said something really Sorry, interesting a moment ago but i want to give out the phone numbers right now and then we're going to come back to this and, and finish up at 1-800-465-8770 we want to talk to you about conquering your pain at 1-800-465-8770. And it could be for you or a loved one call in. Maybe the doctor has told you that you have a joint that has bone on bone, and you just there's nothing left for you but to have a, uh, a joint replacement, which is a nice way of saying amputating your real joint and putting in a fake one. Um, and I'm not trying to put that down because 
that's required for some people. They're just that far gone that they can't be helped any other way. But you need to explore all the possibilities. Um, you know, with when you have a, a, a problem and the doctor says there's only one alternative, you make, make darn sure that that's absolutely true. 1-800-465-8770. Now, doctor, you talked about these organizations are calling you a medical doctor. And that mm. tells me that right. they're really getting desperate because they they know you're a doctor when they make the call. They're probably <laughs> probably seminar caller type things where they call, you know, a thousand doctors a day. You mean if they're calling if they're calling Dr. Nelson, they must be getting desperate? Is that is Well, that, no, not that. But that they're trying to call, uh, they're trying to enlist. I was going to elaborate on that, but glad you brought it up quickly. Um, that they're trying to enlist medical doctors to give them credibility that they don't deserve. But there may be some medical doctors right. around that are not scrupulous enough to stay away from this stuff. And um, so you need to, this just, it shows me that they've been, they've been nailed to the wall and people are pinning the tail on the donkey and they're trying to get a new donkey because they've been using chiropractors and then the medical technicians or something to give uh, injections. And uh, everybody, or not everybody, but most people know that uh, chiropractors are not allowed to break the skin. And so, you know, they can't give you these injections that, and, and therefore they don't, they don't find your own stem cells uh, the regular ways and, uh, and use them. They, they use this product off the shelf that, quote, uh, has stem cells in it. Uh, but they don't tell you that they're not alive. Right. And then they, and typically then they'll hire a, a mid-level, meaning a nurse practitioner or a physician assistants to to do the actual injections and mm-hmm. now not to say that those people are they're not incompetent I mean, you know my sarah gobel who works for me a very competent mid-level physician but to um but she's not she doesn't have the skill set that i do yeah and she's very good at what she does but you want somebody um you know conservatively i've always said this i've done you know, 50,000, 40 to 50,000 injections uh, in my career in various parts of the body, you know, at least half to two thirds being spine related, um, you know, and that's, you know, that's a skill set that doesn't just happen overnight on a weekend course, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, so that means, you know, today, Jerry, as a fact, as a matter of fact, we are doing a remote broadcast because I'm going to be attending uh, a cadaver, what we call a cadaver course, which may basically, and I've uh, a, so what is a cadaver course? It means we go and we are getting instructions on a human cadaver, some person who's graciously donated their body to science and education, medical education. So, um, and I've probably done 30 or 40 cadaver courses in my career mm-hmm. easily um, because the, the, the evolution of the technology and what and the medical knowledge changes so much that we're continually having to update our knowledge base and our skill set with the new stuff that's coming down. Uh, today I'm with a company called Stimwave, and they are actually a spinal cord stimulator company, but they use uh, a unique technology that involves um, placing uh, leads, uh, without getting too much detail, uh, with a external power source so you don't have the battery. We've talked about spinal cord stimulator in the past, and typically they involved an implantable battery what we call an IPG or implantable pulse generator, that similar to a, a pacemaker. Well, Stimwave has got this technology where there's no battery. There's a little antenna that gets implanted, and then there's an external wearable power source. 
so it's kind of a unique twist on the spinal cord stem uh, story that we've talked about many times before. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm doing a, re- a remote broadcast today, and uh, we'll be attending this conference starting right after the show. So I'll tell our um, listening audience. So that, anyway, I forget. Where, <laughs> well, I'll tell our listening audience that while you're doing this uh, program remotely at a cadaver conference, uh, I'll just shorten that, but don't look down. Uh, just stare straight at the radio. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not you, yeah. the audience. I no. want everybody to stay alert. Right. No, I got, yeah, the audience, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, um, you know, you kind of, in the medical field, we kind of get past the uh, kind of what, you know, lay people would consider kind of, you know, kind of grim. But that starts in medical school in our very first uh, what we call gross anatomy where you study cadavers and you're dicing. That's how you learn is you yeah. practice, well, it's practice, you're studying you're doing dissections on dead people who have, again, de- generously donated their body, uh, yeah. after, you know, after they, they die to well study uh, for medical students and, and and medical professionals after medical school to yeah. to enhance their skills and knowledge base to to help people. So it's it's I you know hats off to people that do that, um, you know, to to donate their body because. It's kind of, you know, most people, or I guess a lot of people would be kind of squeamish about that, but, uh, man, I think, you know, what good is your body to you after you're dead, right? Yeah. But if you can make the world a little bit better place just by by donating your organs or your body or whatever to... to medical science or you know organ harvesting or anything like that, I'm I'm a big proponent of that. I think that's a way, one way you can help your fellow man after your, after you leave this earth, so to speak. So yeah, absolutely. And, and um, anyway, that's I would hate to be uh, be the first patient of a doctor who didn't do that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Have that in their yeah. Room. Well, you know. Me- Medical education, I know, has changed a lot since I went to medical school in the 1980s. But uh, you know, I'm sure they have a lot more, you know, digital information and and uh, oh, what would they call it? You know, virtual reality type things. But man, there's, in my opinion, uh, there's probably no substitute for working on the 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 real the real thing. You yeah. know, the real thing is, and I, if I have a doctor who's working on me, whether it's a surgeon or whatever. Um, I want to make sure that they've had a lot of hands-on experience, and most of the experience th- begins, uh, depending on the procedure, with um, a cadaver course in, in many cases. So, um, you know, not, not to dwell on this too much, but it is it is what I tell people, you know, that medical education, when you get your MD degree, that's basically the beginning of your education. That just means, you know, there's an old joke, you know, MD means you have basically license to kill because uh, you, you know enough um, to do, you know enough medicine to really do harm uh, if you don't, if you, because you don't have the judgment experience that comes with that degree. That only comes through additional training, which in most cases, in my cases, it was four years of residency training in anesthesiology plus another uh, year of training in uh, interventional pain medicine, uh, which I think would be um, probably more appropriately called neuromuscular neuromuscular pain medicine because that's what we do. It's just uh, the neuromuscular system and trying to you know use our knowledge base and, and technology to uh, make people's lives better by reducing the people chronic pain in people's lives and that's you know we've talked about 
that being the most one of the most, if not the most common reason people go see a doctor, right, is pain. So, um, you know, we haven't done a good job about promoting our specialty. It's kind of remained kind of in the shadows for the most part. A lot of negative publicity. You know, we had the pain specialists who were basically pill mill docs in, in various parts of the country, in the Midwest and South and Florida and those places. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, part of the show is to hopefully correct the image of what what we do you know we don't put people on pills and, and say you know here you go uh, yeah. come back in a month and we'll refill it and most people most the vast majority of people that i interact with jerry don't want to be on pain pills right i mean they you know it's they see it and i see it as you know it's a form of bondage to be basically taking those pills and and you're pretty much in bondage to the medical system, your doctor and the pharmacy to be, you know, every month and, you know, you've got to be accountable if it's a controlled substance, which most of those pain medications are controlled. They're on a schedule, you know, schedule two to four, whatever, you know. It, and then what I didn't like about prescribing pain medication is, I went from being a doctor to more of a law enforcement person. I felt like yeah. I was, and that's not what I, I didn't go to school to be a policeman. I went to school, medical school to be a doctor and a, and a caregiver. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, we could go on and on about the whole opioid crisis and where we, you know, it's a, it's just a never ending thing, but this is, the the true the true hope lies in the technology and the advancement of science and doing and continuing education and doing courses and, and and following where the research and the science leads we know that the opioid crisis was that was a very hard lesson to learn you know a uh, it was kind of a you know, we got led down this road, meaning not me in particular, but the medical field in, in general, yeah, right. that the, the opioids were the way to go, that we were under-treating pain, and we needed pain as the fifth vital sign, and and that was really based on virtually no science. And they weren't going to be habit-forming. Uh, that was another thing they were, everybody was Right, saying. right. Yeah. No, I remember specifically the Purdue reps coming by my office and saying this new drug, OxyContin, is, you know, it's the best thing ever, and it's not habit-forming because it's in a sustained release form, and you don't get the quick high, and so it's not habit-forming. It was totally fallacious. There was no, that was, that whole argument was not based in any science. Yeah. And, um, but then, you know, the OxyContin, everybody knows about the OxyContin role in the current opioid crisis, and that yeah. opened a Pandora's box that, What's the latest, you know, we have to go to a break here pretty quick, but what's the latest number on people that die from opioids in this country every year? I heard something like 40,000, or is it even higher than that? Yeah, it's about, I think it's over that, Jerry. I think it's closer to 50 or more. Yeah. Uh, but it is, you know, when you think about with the whole Vietnam War, 10-year war, uh, I think the casualty that killed in action in that war is 57,000. We're basically losing 50-plus thousand lives every year. It's a Vietnam every year yeah. uh, for our country. And it's devastating, it's a certain, especially in certain parts of the country, rural America, um, Midwest, Deep South, Appalachia. I mean, it has just devastated those communities. Uh, 
and uh, you know it's uh, it's going to take a long time to recover so um, anyway if anybody has any thoughts on that please give us a call and we'd love to hear your thoughts yep and uh, during our break you can call in at 1-800-465-8770 if you have a chance you can go to doctor's website and uh, find out about him uh, go to conqueringyourpain.com you'll find that he uh, is a physician at pro ortho in kirkland one of the largest orthopedic organizations if not the in uh, in our area and uh kind of stands out as a one-of-a-kind in that in that clinic, and you'll find out why if you keep listening to this program. Dr. Dan Nelson, MD. Check him out. We'll be right back with more. I'm Jerry Berg, and uh, we'll be uh, taking your phone calls. If you pick up the phone right now, DJ is ready to take that call. If it starts ringing and we don't answer right away, that's because he has something else on the line. He'll get to you as soon as he can. So give us a call, 1-800-465-8770. Are you struggling with ongoing pain that just won't go away? Then now is the time to call and talk with Dr. Dan Nelson. The lines are open at 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. When considering stem cell therapy, it only makes sense to consider the only doctor with over 30 years of legitimate experience in pain management that deals with stem cell therapy. And that's Dr. Dan Nelson with ProOrtho. Listen to what a satisfied patient had to say. I'm in my mid-70s, and uh, I had had my left knee replaced. I just hated that whole process, and that motivated me not to do that again. And when my right knee got bad, um, I saw an ad in the Sunday paper's stem cell therapy seminar, and I thought, well, it's, it's time to get information about other alternatives. I was sitting there listening to the speaker, and I just got a very odd feeling. So I asked a question, and I said, and and what is your medical background? And he said, I'm a chiropractor, really very low. And I said, well, thank you. And then I slipped out as well as a few others, and I said, I have to keep doing some more homework. So then uh, one day I was driving, and you were on the radio and uh, pulled over got your phone number and uh, I want people to know right from the beginning that I was so impressed by your staff and so I got all my questions answered and was really guided very carefully and that meant a lot to me so I would say uh, these are different times and not to think that you have to do the traditional thing and you uh, are not taking any risk or losing anything by using this opportunity of contemporary medicine and comparing one to the other on a scale of one to ten, I would I would say the stem cells a ten, the knee replacement to me like a three, and it's it's a miracle really. You should consider stem cell therapy, but call someone with experience. Doctor Dan Nelson with Pro Ortho in Kirkland four two five eight two three four thousand four two five eight two three four thousand. 
You're listening to Conquering Your Pain. Are you one of the 90 million people in the U.S. affected by chronic persistence or recurring pain? If so, this program is definitely for you. Live and local from downtown Seattle, you can call in to get answers and a second opinion. Dr. Dan Nelson is ready to take your calls at 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. And it's about 23 and a half minutes after 11 o'clock on this Saturday morning. Uh, we're going to grab a call right now. Lines are open if you want to join in our conversation, too. Anything that's pain-related is on the table. We'll talk to you about that. Anything with joint replacement, uh, other devices. The doctor has a huge uh, toolbox uh, to work with, so it isn't a one-size-fits-all uh, solution, and uh, you need to find out more about that. Uh, ask us some questions. Uh, spinal stenosis, what do you do about that? There's a question we can. I can personally answer that one. But uh, anyway, give us a call at 1-800-465-8770 as we go down to Graham now, and Steve is waiting for us there. Hi, Steve. Hi, how are you? Great. How can we help you today? I heard earlier today that elder folks like myself do not have um, good stem cells, and and I'm trying to figure out what, what the situation is there. Because I need, I need to have stem cell therapy, and I know it. I just don't understand if it's a waste of my time and money because it's not cheap. Right, right. Well, that's a great question, Steve. I, um, I'm not sure where you heard that, but you wouldn't, you would never hear that from me. Um, I, what I, I would tell you is if you. I heard it this morning from another doctor on the station that preceded Rajiv Nergayach. Um He's one of the one of the people okay. that has another program. Oh, okay. That, that, that must have well. been Doctor Mixon's program, and I think uh, it's. Uh, I I was listening to that, and I think you might have misheard it, Steve. So let's doctor explain that for you, okay? Okay, sure. Yeah, and I um, again, I, I'm sorry, I didn't hear the program. Uh, and Dr. Mixon usually has very uh, reputable people on his show, and uh, count myself as one of those people. Uh, so the story, you know, the the story out there, or the story that the storyline that's kind of peddled out there is that you know, if you're like in your 80s, your stem cells are too old, and it's there's nothing yes, further from the truth. Yeah, so that is really, that's a, that's just a bold-faced lie. I can tell you it's a bold-faced lie, and I would tell people in the uh, in my office, I get that question all the time. They say, well, I'm, my stem cells are too old because I'm, you know, in my 70s or 80s, and I'm looking at them, and I'm tell, I tell them right to their face, I say, if you're sitting here talking to me and you're above ground, your stem cells are fine. Because if your stem cells weren't working, you'd be six feet underground. So your stem cells, it's just just such an absurd lie that it makes my blood boil a little bit because these are companies that are trying to make money off off off-the-shelf products that have no live stem cells. They're saying your stem cells are too old, so you need this umbilical cord stuff because, you know, this is a birth product and it's brand new stuff and it's, it's, you know, you need that. And it's... It's just it's just a way to make money, and I tell patients, look, your stem cells are fine because you're here talking to me. Now, are your stem cells as good as when you were 20 years old? Eh, maybe not quite as good, but it's, it's still good. You, I mean, when, when we take your bone marrow, 
and we're concentrating it down in our special process, we're getting plenty of very viable, healthy, robust stem cells. So the fact that this information is still out there, um, and I don't. And again, I didn't hear the show uh, earlier today, so I can't. I don't know what the context was, but the fact is, I've had people in their 80s and in their 90s who have done amazingly well with stem cell therapy, stem cell injection therapy. So well, um, I, I just, I, I'm not buying it, and it's not just me. There's other people, including Regenix in Denver. They would, they would agree wholeheartedly with, with what I just said. Okay, so the next question is, is, uh, is the FDA any closer to approving such a well-proven treatment so that insurance will cover some or all of the costs? Because it's, it's not cheap, I understand that. Right, right. Yeah, so it's a little bit of a complicated question. And the reason is the FDA really, it's a, it's a bureaucratic organization in Washington, D.C., um, you know, what are they beholden to? Really, the FDA, you know, they get a lot of money from the pharmaceutical industry. That's a fact. I mean, they get they get some government money, but a lot of their money comes from the approval process through pharmaceutical companies. So do you think they're going to be more interested in uh, pharmaceutical companies coming up with some product, so-called stem cells, or if I went to them and said, hey, you know what? I'm going to use the patient's own stem cells. Um, I can't give you any money because we can't make any money off the patient's own stem. We, you know, they belong to you, so we can't really patent your stem cells. So who do you think the FDA is going to listen to? I mean, they're going to, you know, just you got to follow the money. Um, and, you know, a lot of people, you know, and this is no disrespect to the FDA, but, you know, money talks in Washington, D.C., you know, and if you believe in the swamp thing or not, that's a fact. And, uh, the, you know, the fact that in this country, I can, I would love to be able to take your stem cells and grow them for, say, two or three weeks and then re-inject them. But the FDA says that if I take your stem cells out and longer than 24 hours and don't put them back in your body, those your stem cells become a pharmaceutical. But I'm not sure how that follows, you know. That just uh, makes no, most of us would say that makes no sense. Um, so... Uh, you know the pharmaceutical industry, and I'm not trying to bash every. Uh, all, you know, it's too easy, too easy of a target just to bash pharmaceutical companies. They do a lot of good, but there are areas where they have far too much influence on the FDA, far too much influence on medical education in this country. So, um, you know, we talked about recently uh, the New England Journal of Medicine, which is a when I was in medical school, that was like the bible of of medical journals. Well, it turns out. And I have good information that the entire med- uh, editorial board of New England Journal of Medicine uh, are being paid by pharmaceutical com- companies in one way or another. So, um, anyway, I'm kind of rambling on, but does that kind of answer the question? It does answer the question, and I'm going to ask one more real quick. I heard you talking about that, uh, donating your body, and I'm 80, and that's something that I'm thinking about. I don't know how to go about it. Well, how do you go about donating your body uh, and to whom? Right. You know, it's a great question. i got to plead ignorance. I would, uh, you know, I'd do a web, I'd start with a, uh, probably just a Google search right now, you know, donate my body to science and, you know, put that in and, and see what you get. I bet you get all kinds of 
uh, responses. But the fact is, the organ, the organ transplant in uh, industry, would really love to love to be able to have people like you. You know, have an easy way to, uh, you know, make it user friendly. In other words, now I know there's things like on the. Uh, if I believe they still on your driver's license, you can still put that designation about being an organ donor. Uh, I am an I organ donor on my for... web. I I am an owning owner organ donor on my driver's license, but it doesn't say anything about donating my body. You know, yeah. so I so I, don't I would know if uh, I'm given permission. So you know what I'm going to ask you to do for me, if you wouldn't mind. Maybe DJ can take your, this is a great question, and uh, what I would ask you to do is maybe DJ can take your number. I'm going to research this, um, tom- well, not tomorrow, on this is the weekend, but on Monday I'm going to research this because I'm doing a cadaver course today, uh, and I might ask the person there who's the coordinator just how they procure these. And I mean, there is there is kind of a, this process, so if you put a, but um I will try to find out a little more detail about this. I know, I know in principle what happens, but I don't know specifics. So if you don't mind, uh, just getting, uh, maybe you can hang on, Steve, and, uh, talk to, to DJ, or if DJ can get your phone number. And I promise I'll get you back to you either Monday or Tuesday this coming week. That sounds really good to me. I'm, I'm all for it. I want to take care of that. Okay, Steve, um, I'm going to put you on hold here. Okay. Thank you. Hey, thanks a lot for your call. Appreciate it. And uh, it is time for us to take a break. I've placed uh, Steve on hold. Sally's waiting in Puyallup, and we have plenty of time to take more calls before the end of the show. So call in right now during this break at 1-800-465-8770, 1-800-465-8770. Don't forget, if you have uh, something, that, a question, and, you know, the exams, everything uh, that we talk about here on the program, up and up to but not including the stem cell therapy itself, are covered by your insurance. Just make a regular doctor appointment with Dr. Dan Nelson by calling 425-823-4000. He'll uh, ask you about any x-rays or imaging you might have that you can bring along that's recent. Uh, if you don't have that, they can do it for you right there in the office. And uh, they have a very good staff to take care of that. And uh, the latest equipment, too. So 425-823-4000, the number to call to make that appointment. Tell them you listen to Dan on the program or talk to him. That's even better uh, when you make that call. It kind of gives you a leg up in your appointment schedule. We'll be right back with more of Conquering Your Pain with Dr. Dan Nelson. Are you at the end of your rope with chronic, persistent, or recurring pain? Call now to talk with Dr. Dan Nelson at 1-800-465-8770. At ProOrtho, Dr. Nelson is committed to a compassionate approach towards alleviating pain, restoring health, and improving your quality of life. The lines are open for your call at 800-465-8770. When considering stem cell therapy... It only makes sense to consider the only doctor with over 30 years of legitimate experience in pain management that deals with stem cell therapy. And that's Dr. Dan Nelson with ProOrtho. Listen to what a satisfied patient had to say. I had retired from law enforcement, although I was still heavily involved in training law enforcement, and a lot of that was in rural and and wooded areas. 
in the course of all this uh, walking through the woods, I mean, I've had two arthroscopic surgeries on my right knee, and every time I took a step, even when I had a lot of excedrin on board, my right knee was killing me. And I'd, I'd heard about stem cell. I wasn't expecting miracles. A little bit of pain reduction would have been great. And I'm, I'm only three weeks out right now. That's I'm great. walking normally. I will say up front that there's always that tiny bit of apprehension about the unknown, but um, he drew the blood and flipped me over and uh, aspirated the bone marrow, and I was I kept waiting because sometimes he would say, well, this might be a little uncomfortable, and I'm still waiting. It still hasn't. There were no, no problems at all, and I was happy, you were happy, and, and I'm still happy. You should consider stem cell therapy, but call someone with experience. Dr. Dan Nelson with ProOrtho in Kirkland, 425-823-4000, 425-823-4000. Welcome back to Conquering Your Pain. If you are suffering from chronic pain, find out what you can do about it right now. The lines are open for your call to Dr. Dan Nelson, 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. It's 11.36 on this Saturday morning. Time for Eartha Kitt to tell us about Christmas just a little bit. Santa baby, just slip a sable under the tree for me. Been an awful good girl, Santa baby. So hurry down the chimney tonight. Sounds like she wants diamonds in her stockings. <laughs> it's not yes. about the giving. <laughs> well, it is. It's not about the getting. It's about the giving. I heard somebody That's talking right. the other day about, uh, uh, doctor, about uh, the whole family decided uh, not to give each other gifts. They decided to give other people gifts. People that are more in oh, need. Oh, nice! I like that. Yeah, yeah. Makes it easier for gift giving too. You can't make a mistake. <laughs> I like that. right. Speaking of Eartha Kitt, Eartha Kitt, I believe, was the original Batwoman on that series back in the oh Batman on TV in the sixties. If I'm yeah yeah, is that I don't I, know if I, people know that she was the original original Catwoman. So yeah, um, very famous and talented person and. Uh, Anyway, yep. I don't know why that. I inserted that trivia there for no, no I had reason. For, I had forgotten uh, about that. It was good. Okay, lines are open, and we have uh, time. Take some more calls before the end of the show, of course. Sally's going to come up next. have been waiting the longest for us, and we're going to go there in just a second. But you can get in line and talk to DJ first at 1 800 465 8770. 1 800 465 8770. DJ is our very capable broadcast engineer that keeps me from going in lots of smoky, foggy areas where I don't deserve to be. <laughs> okay, onward with the phone calls right now. And uh, Sally in Puyallup, thank you so much for waiting. And how can we help you today? Well, I'll try to make this as concise as I can. My husband was diagnosed with macrophagic myofasciitis by a doctor wife at the University of Washington. And um, he just yesterday, he was referred for pain management with a Dr. Stacy at UW also. Um, am I understanding that everything with neuromuscular issues is corrected by stem cell therapy? Oh, yeah. No, great question. And I would, 
that's um, not every. I would say not everything. Now we're we're doing primarily neuromusc. Uh, sorry, musculoskeletal treatment with stem cells, okay. meaning arthritis in the major joints. Now, um, okay. do I believe that? Do I believe that n- the neuro neuro the n- the neurological system, including the brain, <laughs> right? Which is um, well, yeah. right. So we're we're not at that point where that's become at all mainstream. Now, the Mayo Clinic, for example, is treating people with uh, paraplegia and quadriplegia with spinal cord injuries with stem cell treatments. So there, that's one that I can name off the top of my head. And there was a. Uh, Good Morning America, an ABC News segment on that a couple weeks ago, and I posted that on my website. But um, we're not at the point where we can say, you know, we're treating uh, neurological conditions in general. Now, I believe, I believe in the future, I believe within five to ten years, we're going to be treating all kinds of. Uh, I believe that Parkinson's and other forms of dementia, or uh, sorry, Alzheimer's and other neuromuscular condi- neuromuscular conditions would be, you know, probably end up being great targets for stem cell therapy. The research is already happening. It's not near clinical application yet, but uh, right. so uh, I think well, what I you're doing, you're seeing doctors. Sorry. I, I was just going to say, when I was driving, I heard you say that you were a neuromuscular pain medical doctor, so which triggered my right. memory. I'm right. a retired RN, so I've been trying. We've been trying to do everything ah. we can to make him sure. comfortable. At age 85, where is most? Yeah, where is most of his pain right now? In his muscles, arms, legs, In, oh, okay. hands. Right. And uh, so you're seeing Dr. Stacy at the University of Washington. My guess is, um, you know, there'll probably be discussion about spinal cord stimulation as a possibility. I don't know that because, you know, I don't just going off of what. what? uh, So spinal cord, spinal cord stimulation, it's kind of like a pacemaker for the nervous system. And uh, that's been, that's, and and I would suggest that you would even, when you at your appointment at the University of Washington, that you would ask about whether he'd be a candidate for spinal cord stimulation, and uh, okay. this is kind of like a pace, a pacemaker. If you can think of a pacemaker for the heart, well, this is a pacemaker mm-hmm. for the nervous system that is um, can have dramatic results in reducing pain. Um, oh, okay. now we're not curing, right. we're right. not curing yeah. the underlying situation. Right. We're not, Spinal cord well, stimulation isn't necessarily a cure, but, it, but it, yeah, right. So, but it, and, and especially within the last, uh, I would say in the last five or six years, it's the technology in spinal cord stimulation has just gone ballistic. I mean, it's just gone through the roof with the, with the, what they're doing with the programming and the waveforms, and it's just um, and okay. the frequency, the, the the explosion of knowledge of how to because I've been doing spinal cord stimulation since 1991 and it was okay you know we you know we had a lot of wins but um, in the last five years uh, we there's been just a you know an exponential 
increase in the knowledge base and the waveforms and we have this we had this great tool but we really didn't know how to use it for a long time and now we really okay. the the science that's come out is amazing for treating uh chronic pain due to a neurological condition so right. i would definitely ask you to well, will, to to ask about spinal cord i will do that um, mainly it comfort right now he's on um Norco maybe three or four times a day, and he suggested he just he just had the eval yesterday, and his suggestion mm-hmm. was maybe uh, look into Lyrica, something like that for for his nerves, you know, the nervous system. Sure. So uh, when I heard you say that, with pain management as a neuromuscular doctor, I called. I had, I've never called before, but I had. Yeah. To call. No. I appreciate that, and that. Yeah, and that's not, you know, Lyrica is a medication that's often used for a, a nerve-type pain situation. Right. The problem is a lot of the, in a lot of patients we see have already tried Lyrica or Gabapentin, or the, and, you know, there's there's right. always a question about how effective it is versus how many side effects that you have. So, um, right, right. you know, so we were it's... We're talking about being in bondage to pain pills, and there's... Yes, the comfort, but the other side of that is the effect of the pain pills, and so we're just trying to end bondage not only with our federal regulations, but bondage that you have to take it to feel good to not hurt. So I appreciate right, you right. saying that because that's about what it feels like. Yeah. So I will yeah. ask. Um, well, I will ask him the next time we see him about that. Great. Right. And, and if you. Ha- Go ahead. Right. We'll uh, we'll want to hear back. Well, I, I, yeah, Sally. Go we, ahead. We want to hear back from you. Yes. I will. Yeah, do please that. follow up with us later. I'll keep the information and let you know what happens. Okay. Thanks a lot for Thank your call. Thank you very right. much for the Appreciate answer. It. Okay. And yeah, this is uh, one of the reasons it's so important to get a second opinion. You find out that there's an opinion that's oh, yeah. a total different direction than you were going. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So anyway, no, uh, absolutely, and I've, I, I was going to just say, oh, I was just going to say, we, Jerry, that we're having a terrible delay right now, Doctor, talking back and forth. So I just want to say something, a couple things. We have Carrie in Woodenville on the line and Penny in Bellevue. We're going to go to a break, but before we do that, I want you to tell me about this uh, this uh, patient you had with some uh, stem cell conversation about shoulders this week, and then we'll go to that break. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well. The conversation was a patient who I was treating. Her husband asked about uh, if I did stem cell, and I said, well, yes, he, I was treating this patient for uh, neck pain, but it wasn't a stem cell situation. So he asked me about shoulders, and I said, well, yeah, we have a lot of success with arthritis and pain in the shoulders. And he said, well, I talked to my orthopedic doctor about that. And when I mentioned stem cells, he literally laughed and walked out of the room. Whoa. So, you know, to me that was, yeah, it's like, okay, what was behind that action? You laughed and walked out of the room. Either it's just you're, you're broadcasting your blatant ignorance or you're maybe threatened by it or because this is a gentleman who's in his 50, uh, maybe late 40s, late 40s, early 50s, and his doctor was talking about a shoulder replacement. Well, a shoulder replacement, it, it, let's say it was in his 50s. That is a big deal. 
a shoulder replacement in a 50-year-old is a big deal because he's going to need a re- he's going to need a revision in 10 years. Okay, that's that's just the way it is. Um, and a revision surgery is a big bloody mess compared to the original shoulder replacement. So, and I'm thinking this doctor wouldn't even consider a kind of halfway intelligent discussion about stem cell therapy and maybe put off the shoulder replacement discussion for another 10 years maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I, I was mostly, I was mostly entertained by that story because it just shows you, you know, that there's a lot of vested interests out there, yeah. you know, um, orthopedic doctors. And I work with, I've got 13 orthopedic doctors in my clinic that I work with. Um, but, and they're wonderful. They're very good at what they do, but it's, they live in a binary world. You know, you're a surgical candidate or you're not. And if you're not a surgical candidate, yeah, they kind of lose interest in you yeah. right away. Send you to physical therapy or whatever. So, um, anyway, I thought that was amusing to, to hear this patient relate that story. And we're and, talking uh, about the cutting edge of medicine here. So we're going to take a break right now, right. and then we're going to come back. And Carrie and Penny are on the list of who we want to talk to for sure. So uh, stick right where you are, Carrie in Woodenville, Penny in Bellevue. We're coming right back with more of Dr. Dan Nelson. I'm Jerry Berg here on Conquering Your Pain. Listen during the break uh, for the phone number to call in and get your appointment with Dr. Dan Nelson. Could be about any pain problem you have. Just, uh, and you can call the program here anytime and talk about that, too. We'll be right back. Are you struggling with ongoing pain that just won't go away? Get answers now. Call and talk with Dr. Dan Nelson. The lines are open at 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. When considering stem cell therapy, listen to what a satisfied patient had to say. I started getting pain in my right shoulder, and nothing would relieve the pain. Oh, boy, I did chiropractors and doctors and all sorts of things and several rounds of physical therapy. And I finally went to a orthopedic surgeon, and the surgeon said I was on the road for a shoulder replacement, which I'd never heard of and didn't sound like much fun. And the cortisone shot worked for about three months, but when it stopped working... It only makes sense to consider the only doctor with over 30 years of legitimate experience in pain management that deals with stem cell therapy. And that's Dr. Dan Nelson with ProOrtho. So I'd heard you speaking on the Jerry Mixon show on Saturday mornings, and I thought, well, I'm going to give that a try. And so I came down to see you, and I liked what you had to say, and you did the procedure the end of October, and... Took one pain pill, that's all I ever took, woke up in the morning pain-free, and I've been a good 85% better than it's ever been, and it continues to be. I can exercise and lift weights and do my, live my normal life. I am one happy patient. <laughs> you should consider stem cell therapy, but call someone with experience. Dr. Dan Nelson with ProOrtho in Kirkland, 425-823-4000, 425-823-4000. Have you heard about stem cell or PRP therapy as an alternative to knee, hip, and shoulder replacement surgery? This is Conquering Your Pain. Dr. Dan Nelson has been in pain management medicine for over 28 years. Now is your chance for a radio appointment with one of Seattle's top doctors. The lines are open at 800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. 
Christmas to start Rocking around the Christmas tree Let the Christmas spirit ring Well, we hope you're enjoying all the preparation for the holiday, and uh, Merry Christmas to you, those of you who are celebrating Christmas. Happy holidays to the rest of you that are celebrating other things, and uh, I'm not putting other things down at all, and I'm not trying to be politically correct. I'm trying to be all-inclusive, because those that know me know that I'm not usually very politically correct. (laughs) Anyway, let's grab a phone call, doctor. What do you say? That sounds great. Okay, good. Going to Carrie in Woodenville, followed by Penny in Bellevue. So, Carrie, uh, Carrie has some pain in the hips. How can we help you today? Yes. Hi, Dr. Nelson. Um, I have uh, been to see an orthopedic guy and uh, was diagnosed with possible bursitis in my left hip. So, the protocol was stretching and rolling and heat and ice and... You know, I've been fighting this for a couple of years, and I'm a very physically active person. I like to exercise, hike, ski, and I kind of feel I'm getting to the point that the pain is um, making me less vigorous than I want to be, and it's a funny connection. My chiropractor had given me your name and number and said, go see this doctor. He's great, and then I heard you on the radio, so I just had to call. Oh, well, that's wonderful. I appreciate the chiropractor. Bless, bless his heart for, for giving me the good word. So what, have you, what kind of treatment have you had so far for the bursitis? Um, you know, I took a course of steroids, the 54321, right. and um, sure. just physical therapy on it. But it, it never gets better. You know, short time. Right. And as soon as I go up to my activity level that I re- really want to be at, it's quite painful, and I have to say it's painful throughout the day. Right. So do, have you ever had a cortisone injection? Not that I'm advocating that, but has that been tried? Um, no, not on my hip. I had one uh, in my spine, and it was completely effective. I uh, I had no more pain in in the area, but I had herniated a disc, so that completely resolved itself. So I have not had an right. injection in this specific area in my hip. So probably, you know, we do. I do cortisone injections when it's appropriate, and I think maybe one cortisone injection in the bursa would be appropriate in this situation. I wouldn't recommend a series, but one. Sometimes, if you can just get enough. Uh, if you can dial down the inflammation enough so that the therapy, in, the, in other words, physical therapy and those kind of things can make, you know, it can be a game changer. But um, that might be one thing to try. But I would also say in the same breath, I wouldn't do any more than one cortisone injection. And then beyond that, they, we have something called PRP, platelet-rich plasma, which is very effective for this kind of situation. Platelet-rich plasma comes from the blood and your blood, not some, not somebody else's blood, not somebody else's blood, but your blood. And it has a very potent anti-inflammatory effect on that bursa. So the bursa is getting inflamed chronically. It happens. It's, it's kind of a form of arthritis, except it's not in the joint. It's in the bursa, which covers kind of the, the lubricating sac over the joint. 
So I would definitely say we've got options for that. We've we've had a lot of patients where we've had great success, success treating hip bursitis. So um, we and it, it might be something simple like starting with a cortisone injection, which is typically covered by insurance. Um, some of the other stuff, like a PRP, would not be, but it's still fairly reasonably uh, priced. But you know, I, I, um, I, you know, you might want to just come and see us and try a, a simple cortisone shot first and that may that may be the game changer that you need so um terrific i'll be uh, coming to see you after the new year perfect hey thanks for the call that's great yep. all right thank you, you bet. For have a great weekend okay it, let's uh grab another call we have one more we can squeeze in before the end of the program and uh, right now we're going to penny who is calling us from uh, bellevue hi penny Hello there. I have a sister-in-law who has been diagnosed with Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome after probably mm-hmm. 20 to 30 years of uh, all kinds of diagnosis, including MS, etc. And Stanford University finally nailed this as Ehlers-Danlos. Um, she's not obviously a candidate for hip replacement. In extraordinary pain, her world is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And I'm wondering... If any of the therapies that Dr. Nelson uses might be of benefit to her. Sure, great question. So, Ehlers Daniels, is it is she having primarily problems with the hip then? Yes, yes, and they've done yeah. three shots in the hip and have said, "No more. You're kind of stuck where right. you are." Yeah. So she probably had cortisone injections in the hips, and I would agree that you know you can only do. I mean, I wouldn't even do three, but, you know, one or two maybe. But beyond that, that's only going to do more harm. Um, I would definitely say she'd be a candidate for something beyond that. So um, Ehlers-Danlos means that the connective tissue is looser and then and nor- looser than normal so that it and the joints in particular can have problems. So the people have, you know, the double, so-called double-jointed people who are able to bend their fingers way back or do some amazing things. And often these people have some form of some sort of form of Ehlers-Danlos, uh, Ehlers-Danlos syndrome or ED syndrome. And there's uh, there's F, there's probably at least half a dozen subsets of that syndrome. So I would say, you know, she might be a candidate for you know, maybe some PRP or even what we call prolotherapy. Prolotherapy has, has been around for probably, I don't know, 50, 60 years. Um, and that's a way to kind of stiffen up the, the, it's an injection, but we use things like hypertonic glucose or uh, things like that to help form a I proliferative have, response of the fibroblast. I had a friend who had prolotherapy done, and she swears, she swears by it. How did we find someone in potentially San Francisco Bay area? Because traveling is extremely difficult. Yeah. She was only about four hours from Stanford. And um, how, did, how did we locate So where does she live? Uh, she lives in very northern you... California. And she's, um, and she's four hours from San Francisco. Yeah, so please have her call the, can you or have, maybe you can call the office on Monday and let us know and we'll try to locate somebody who can do this for in the in the San Francisco or the Bay Area, okay? Uh, we'll research that for you. I'm, I'm a patient of uh, Pro-Rosa Clinic and I'll stop in uh, downstairs for your clinic location. 
Wonderful. Well, great. Thank you for the call. Make the call. Thank you so much. And, uh, Doctor, uh, good show today and answered lots of questions. That's, good show. Yeah. And uh, we are going to work clean out of time now. But uh, coming back next week, same time, same station, tell your friends about Pro Ortho and Dr. Dan Nelson at Conquering Your Pain. And uh, I'm talking over the announcer, man, but that's okay. He gets paid anyway. (laughs) We'll see you next week, Doc. And, folks, call the toll-free number. Yeah, call the number for doctor's office at 425-823-4000. Make an appointment. We'll see you next week. Join us again next week here on AM770 KTTH at 11 for another live edition of Conquering Your Pain.